Welcome everyone to Biscuits and Groovy. My name is Tyler. And I am Alex. And we are this week. This past week we listened to Hosier. Is that yes. how you say it? I think I think that's how you say it. Hosier. I, I thought I recognized it. I thought I heard him say it in a prepping for a song, like a live song. I, I'm gonna say Hosier. Hosier. Okay, we're good. We're on the same like page. That's, yeah, yeah, definitely okay. same page. But our first song. First song. Um I'm gonna pick it from the expanded edition. I mean, because the dude's only got two albums, right? right? Okay, so but like I'm gonna pick it from the the first self-titled Hosier um, expanded edition. There's gonna be more songs. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's mixed different or anything like just but just a heads up. Okay. Um, Angel of Small Death and the Codeine scene.
Very cool. Very cool. I'm glad you picked that song. I was going to pick it. Okay. Um, and I'm glad you picked it because I wanted you were to pick going another to. one. Yeah, and I was, I, and it's like Tyler's going to pick that one. I got, I got some yeah, more I want to pick. It's a, it's always the most interesting part. I mean, I don't know. We've talked about this before, I think, but like, I, I enjoyed doing this podcast, like sitting in the actual act of recording and creating something new. But I think the most interesting part for me every week is waiting to hear the songs you choose and be super surprised. And I, you know, I hope, I hope this is like for you too, but like, it is always really interesting to me to be like, especially on the, on the bands when we, um, know them more. And I, and I, and I think like that I know what songs you like, like with all them, witches, you know what I mean? That was a really interesting week for me. Um, to like figure out what three songs you actually do like that. I, and that I would never pick. Yeah. It's so interesting. Like we can all have our own favorite songs, but, um, yeah, I chose this one for a lot of reasons. Um, I really, I think, weirdly enough, the main thing I like is that hi hat during the chorus. This offbeat. Oh, dude! It like it's so bouncy and just so grooving. And I, I just, I think it's a great, concise rock song, which is cool. Definitely, I love, I love the, um, the pickup he has for the. Um, the chorus as it, he sings it quiet he sings it as his standard voice and then he ups it up yeah. to his well there's lots of i think he, he did double tracks or like quadruple tracks because there's him singing higher yeah and like kind of it's you can tell he's like further away from the microphone shouting yeah angel of small death kind of yeah, yeah you know projecting totally. and just shouting it which is Dope. cool way cool yeah well, very, very look, good production and i mean easy weird um I, I feel like if you're not a drug addict maybe this song doesn't speak as much to you sure because like looking up what it's gonna be saying, I mean, codeine is a opioid. Is it okay? I was, I, was, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know what codeine is, but it's like that's is that pain, pain Opi- medication. Opi- yeah, gotcha. So angel of small death in the coding scene or and the coding scene, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like the the idea is that these people um, are going through like addiction recovery kind of an idea. Like is that what you she, get out of it? Well, I mean, that's what I'm reading too about okay. what people like sure. interpret this well, yeah. as. I mean, my, I mean, I'm not addicted to drugs. I've never right. been addicted to drugs. So, like, I guess I, I don't have the same Yeah, well, I think that's going to be something we talk about a lot this this episode is, like, how interpretive or how, how cool it is to be able to write lyrics that are super open to interpretation because... Well, that's the best music, if you ask me, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it's way Ambi- more interesting. Ambiguity. So, because when, to me, when I read the, the title specifically as and also the lyrics, um, my, my first thing I picked up on was the, the term small death. Do you understand? Do you know what the the French word for orgasm is? What? La petite mort. It means the little death. The little death. That's, that's, they call it. A li- it's, yeah, it's like experiencing a small amount of death. Interesting. So, I. I How I, would they know that? And so I I uh, I read that title and immediately I was like, oh, he's talking. He's making a reference to orgasms or sex, and then also coding into drugs. Maybe he is is Hosier and, is Hosier a French? No, he's Irish. Okay, okay. But but I mean like. You'll you'll see from his lyrics he's at least cultured and and very literate. Okay. Like I mean, there's a there's oh yeah, dude, he's, he's I, not a dumb guy. I, exactly, and and I think it would be it makes sense in hit for that person, a, a literate, cultured person, to be like, huh, I could I could use the term a small death, and some people might pick up on it, some people yeah. might not, and so you know that'll be another level of like fun, um, but. To me, when I read these lyrics, I I hear it as an ode to like this badass woman that he knows or knew, or maybe it could be a woman standing in for something else. Sure. So basically, just somebody that something some experience that hit you so hard, but it was just like so 
cool, almost like too cool, cool for you. It's like, yeah, she was this angel of like of orgasms, orgasms and sex, and she was just hundred miles an and hour every day. Of the week. Exactly, and like she she's doing drugs. Shit. Yeah, exactly. She's 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 cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's cocaine by Eric Clapton. She's the, co- she's the cocaine. She's the cocaine scene. And the angel of orgasms. Exactly. And, sex. and it's like, cool. Yeah, like that, that that's, that's what I got out of it. I like and that it's a lot. It's really better. interesting because, like, you know, I'm reading what you pulled up on the screen. Uh, somebody, you know, somebody talking about coming through uh, drug addiction. And but maybe recovery. that's a simple minded exactly. idea behind it. Because, like, knows? how how crazy. I mean, I give the man credit for what it's worth to, and maybe he's right, maybe we're wrong. But, like, um, let it be the French word for small death. Yeah. You know, like, that's dope. So, yeah, but, and, cool. and I mean, even taking one step further, it's like, Maybe both of those things are what he's trying to get at. And maybe he's trying to say basically like sex will mess you up just like drugs will, you know, or like Definitely. relationships will mess you up like drugs uh-huh. will. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can see that. And, 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 uh, don't, don't fall for the angel of death and, well, I and think that there's Cody a, and, you know, yeah. Well, I think if there's going to be a revolving kind of, uh, genre, he's going to be seeing a lot about girls. Well, yeah, and so and so, like, but are or, they actually girls? Are they? Is it just girls standing exactly. in for for drugs, is for example, it, no. or for religion, yes, yes, or for yes. who knows what? But this next song, so let's just jump into the, yeah. this to be easy branch in the next song. My my first pick is gonna be the song right after this, Jackie and Wilson. I think okay. we got we got we got a way different um, dynamic of um, what it could be about. Okay, cool. Let's go so for yeah, it. Jackie and Wilson.
looking up from a cigarette and she's already left I started digging up the art for what's left of me in our little vignette said you feel like that song is like an easy branch between that but yeah oh oh, i just think it's i would say that it's a nice comparison okay on kind of what he's what he's i feel like what he covers and what he's looking at love love the upbeat um friendly like excited lover kind of aspect yeah Yeah, i would say this is like the the sunshine part of the coin like it's the the positive end of the battery versus the negative end of the battery on that last one it's like this is like chicks are so cool but you know what is that what is a girl standing in for whereas the other yeah. one is like girls will mess you up well and this <laughs> is fun too i mean he's speaking about naming their kids jackie and wilson raising them on rhythm, rhythm and, and blues, blues. Yeah, exactly. really fun and but oh, there's so this is going to point out a good um for me i love 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 the way that he writes his lyrics it's very like like original but it's when i say original i mean like shakespearean couplets and yeah very really smooth it's very pleasing to the ear Mm -hmm. everything is very the way it's supposed to be like we talked a lot about like um uh when we did like our drake out our drake you know and stuff like that we do like r&b guys how they use the kind of slanted rhymes and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but this is gonna be he's gonna uh, you know Iambic pentameter, there's stuff out most likely. Everything's going to be like structured on how many syllables are going to be from each line. It's very poetic. It's very creative. Yeah. And it shows off how like great of a musician the guy is overall besides his creativity on his lyrics and the underlying of what we Mm -hmm. can try to like distinguish what he's talking about. But this is just like on a different level of. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of one of my favorite, I'm going to say artists, but he's, he's a poet specifically is this Canadian guy named Shane Coyzan. And he's kind of the first poet that I listen to because um, he, he does like uh, spoken word recordings with a jazz band behind him. That's kind of how I found his his poems. Um, and the, one of the things I really appreciate about him is like his ability to rhyme words within a sentence. Um, and it, like there's a lot uh, apart from this song from Jackie and Wilson that reminded me of his style. I, mean, I just want to read it real quick because I feel like it is poetry even not without being like sung. Okay. So it says, Lord, it'd be great to find a place we could escape sometime. Me and my Isis growing black irises in the sunshine. Every version of me dead and buried in the yard outside. Sit back and watch the world go by. Like, I, I just feel like there's really cool internal rhymes in there and just it's descriptive. It's such a, such a beautiful yeah. set of words. Uh-huh. Um, but well, it's, I, it's a re, it's a real man speaking of his real like he's not this is not no fake sure you know what I'm saying and it, it, this is not a, he's not a simple minded fella right you know what I'm saying he's very um, complex in yeah. his thought process and and it's fun to see that he's got this I mean education as much as you I mean maybe not formal education right maybe not though, I don't like, know you know, well maybe we'll get into that I don't know um, but. but 
knows enough about what he's doing to where he can write a four line, you know, yeah, verse, uh huh, about and and have it read like that, and and just yeah. have it be like, wow, that was so like it's smooth, yeah, it's, it flows it rhymes well, time. everything everything sounds right. He's you know he knows the English language enough, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you bring bring up him being like a smart guy, because I think one of my favorite aspects of Hosier that I've kind of sunk snuck up on me this week is how down to earth he is. Sure. Um, and I mentioned last week when you when you brought up that we're gonna do be doing Hosier, um, that he's the one of the meme kings in my mind. Okay. So I found a uh, just I, I found my top three Hosier um, memes. These, these are actually specifically tweets. Okay? okay. So if you if you as an audience or you Alex uh, get the chance to go through Hosier's Twitter, it is one of the funniest like groups of of statements I've ever seen in my life. Okay. So these are my top three that I found this week. Um, let's see. I'm going to go in this one in order. Let's see. Okay. He just said, out of nowhere. Okay. Um, this is back in 2017. Anyone else's household scissors seem to have a questionable relationship with existing in this realm? In and out as it pleases. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Just interesting. Um, this is okay. This is actually a uh, response to somebody. Somebody said, my old man coworker just asked me if Hosier played spooky music, and I don't know how to answer. And he responded to them, tell him yes. Tell him yes. <laughs> and my my favorite last one is, um, this is all 2012, this is the old one. He just says, be quiet, Silica Jill. Can you see I'm starving? That's cute. <laughs> just wacky kind of well, dude, it, He's just like a real down-to-earth dude. Exactly. He's not trying to put up a front of being corporate. He's just or having like fun. Polished. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just making music, being nice to people. Standing yeah. up for something good, but we'll get into his politics a little bit too. He's very, very outspoken kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but Which I, I feel say, like all the good people are, t- tend to be. All the, all the bad people and then sure, all the yeah. good people. Yeah. They tend, if you, you want to the, be on, not a, yeah, I guess it makes sense. You can't be a fence sitter if you're willing to be outspoken. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, with that song, once again, I, I really like just the production. It's very, it's rock and roll and blues, but modernized and through a European lens. Like I think, yes. I think sure. we, we I'm, I'm kind of reading through his, his Wikipedia right here. He talks about how he was raised on, on Chicago blues. Um, but also that like he is an Irish person and he, his upbringing being Irish and in that country where, um, the Catholic church and Protestant church kind of are in your face at war. Um, like those two worlds kind of combined this really interesting musical force of like there's there's a blues element to it, but there's also this interesting kind of soft acoustic guitar. Yeah. And we'll get into that, I'm sure. I know my last two songs are both much more soft and very like no drums on one, and I think the other one has very, very light drums. But yeah, yeah. Well his second album it, yeah. his second album's gonna be very, very different from his first. You think so? I didn't I didn't think so. Oh really? Well, we'll get into that, okay, yeah, word. Cool. But yeah, so um do you want to get into the next one? Or yeah, do you... let's do it, dude. Okay. Um, this one's a cool shout out and kind of shows his. Yeah, let's just. I'll just play it. Okay. We can talk it out. Which after. one is it? Uh, from Eden. Thank you. 
Okay, so that's yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna slide back into the for sure from Eden. That's, that's good. And he speaks of himself as the snake, the serpent. He did. I didn't. I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah. I, in slither, that, in that song? I slither from Eden, just to okay. hide oh, outside yes. your door. Okay. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Well, cool. But I mean, also goes into his kind of slides into his personal life a little bit. I mean, the man's a religious guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It says he was raised as a Quaker, raised in the Quaker religion. And I mean, this is straight off Wikipedia, so sorry if this becomes Wikipedia, the show. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah, it says he admires Quaker religion for its pacifism and anti-war sentiment, but he's interested in how people use religious institutions to claim infallibility in order to gain control and power over others. I think that's a, that's a really, like I said, in Ireland, that's a totally pertinent question to ask. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, in, even in America, England, too. But like, England and, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like we don't have as much maybe religious corruption tied to government right. corruption but well but i mean i mean like maybe here in utah we that's do. what i was say like we live in at least i mean you live in in uh well further north now but like in the valley we live this this county is the most religious county in the country do you know that as I mean, far I as it. Yeah. people the percentage of people that say they regularly attend church um and it's been that way for like ever decade yeah so it's like and it's not not in the same way as ireland where there's a the, the uh, a draw, civil war the, going on of, over of, religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, they, everybody here is. Yeah, this is a Catholic part of town. Yeah, this yeah. is the, this is the Protestant. You uh-huh. know? 
Um, but yeah, like, this is this is not any of the what's that uh, Gangs of New York yeah. movie? That's, yeah, yeah, we're not. Sure. Yeah, we're, they're not, we're not. Everybody's meet up at Times Square and killing each other. Yeah, nobody's got glass eyes. They uh huh. Poke, poke a knife into. So what, what's the, what's the actor's name? Uh, really, really good. The, oh, uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, Daniel yeah, Day Lewis. Yeah, nobody's nobody's Dan, Daniel Day Lewis isn't rolling up talking about Mormons, but yeah, you know. yeah, for sure. Um, but like, it it really is an interesting way to to talk about religion. You know, yeah. Once again, he's talking about a woman, or at least a partner, right? Babe, there's something tragic about you. Something so magic about you. Don't you agree? And and I mean, we'll get back into this idea of writing lyrics in a ambiguous way because to me when i read through these i feel like what he's saying is like the world is full of so much possibility to be beautiful and awesome Mm -hmm. but yet like we we find so many ways to make it terrible well and he can be even saying you know like uh beauty and tragic that there's so much tragic things that have happened to you that make you such a beautiful right um, yeah, like that. Like maybe, maybe the tragedy is what actually brings out the beauty. Well, like and, you, and so let's tie this back into the whole religious aspect of it as well. I feel like people who get really tied up on religion and trying to, like, rope themselves around that don't learn as much about tragedy and, um, that kind of like beauty of being a broken person as right. much. And well, so when, when he when like, he's talking about being the serpent coming and sitting, sitting outside, outside your door. door, he's the man that's making you discover who you are. Sure. Well, and it makes you think of, um, oh man, I can't remember what philosopher it was, but um, there was a philosopher, I want to say during the Renaissance, but that could be totally wrong. But he, he was grappling with a question of like, whether an imperfect world disproves the existence of a God. Like basically right. ask the question like, okay, so if there's a God that's all powerful, that can, that, presumably would want to create as good of a world as possible for us and could create any world that they chose to, wouldn't that mean that they would create a perfect world and therefore since this world was imperfect, it means it wasn't created by that God. And and he kind of, the way he kind of explained it was through a little um, satire. Like, I, I want to say it was, he used two like ancient Greek philosophers and he wrote like a little play about them. Okay. And one of them held the view that Oh yeah, no, the world is as perfect as it can be, okay. and every instance of sickness and famine and murder and all needed to happen because, like, otherwise, that would mean that that God didn't create it. Like, you know, yeah, and it's, it's, and the, it's, be- it's like, the beauty and the tragedy. Exactly. It's it's in a way, it's like if you kind of put that in a modern context, it's like maybe what that person is saying is without. Without these learning experiences, would it really be perfect? I don't yeah. know. Well, and that's the idea. That's the whole freaking argument of even like if we want to get in like that kind of religious standpoint of the war in heaven. Sure. Right? You know what I'm exactly. saying? It's like well, whose choice was it? You know, are we going to force everybody to do something right, exactly. or are we going to, you know, so like that's the, 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 the variation of beauty when it comes to being man. Well, new, well really cool. Like, I mean, this is Achilles, an Achilles quote where he says, that the gods are jealous of us because any moment could be our last. Okay. You know, and so that's, I mean, the tragedy really of, of the death of man, but it's, it's taught, I mean, it's, that's what makes us wonderful and beautiful. It's everything, we have, we have, we have, we have, 
a limit. Yeah, it's a and finite so, amount. We don't know uh -huh. when it's going to end. Exactly. So we have to take advantage of what like, and that's what the gods are jealous of. Is we they have as much time to do whatever the hell they want, yeah. and they're so old at this point that they've done everything. It's like boredom. Exactly. Yeah. And so like they they are jealous of mortals because every moment could be our last. Sure. And, and so that makes every morning every moment exciting. Uh huh. Like I mean, this is kind of a, a strange personal thing, but I can't remember if I told you. It's, it's probably been over a year at this point, but it was during lockdown. Kate and I went for a drive cool. up through um, American Fort Canyon, and we got passed by this guy on a bullet bike. Yeah, going really, really fast. Mm -hmm. um, this truck coming from the side oh, of the road. Oh, he told me a story. Didn't, he didn't see him pulled in or pulled into the road, and the, this uh, biker hit the back of the truck, spun the truck around. The guy, I saw we saw the guy flip over the truck, and we were like first on the scene, to, like get Die. over there. And yeah, and, and he was alive when we got there, like to the body to the like is the person at that point but i called the police just kind of to get closure for myself honestly like two days later and they're like yeah he didn't make it to the hospital and i remember my first thought when i heard that like i was on the phone i hung up and i was like it's crazy to me to think that that guy had no idea that, that was his last morning like when he woke up like yeah without, without him realizing it that was the last time he got to wake up and the last time he got to eat breakfast or maybe you know maybe he didn't and and the next thought was like Someday I'm gonna get to experience that, yeah. and and maybe I'll know, or have some, you know, if I'm if I'm old, and I wake up and I'm like, man, I'm feeling crappy. I'm like, I might die today, you know. Sure. If if you're lucky, you might get that, or maybe if you're unlucky, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. It depends on how you see it. But we all are gonna have some last morning, and and it's it's that was beautiful, his. exactly, but also very tragic. Right, the tragedy of him dying, but it's also like a. Makes I mean, you think about your own it's, it's, mortality. It's Gandalf, man. You know what I'm saying? That death's nothing to be scared of because it's a path that we all must take. Sure. That's, you know, See, like, and so, and the, so thank you to Hosier for allowing us to have this conversation. That's sure, like I said, as sure. long, if you're willing to and kind connect of grapple to with these. Gandalf. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for real, like, I don't know. It's, it's cool. It's interesting. Very thought. cool. Um, but it goes into his dynamic and ambigu ambiguous and like great lyrics. Yeah. Like, that's that's the beauty of it. They allow us to have this conversation. Yeah, I mean, because we're diving that way. I mean, that was a rabbit hole of a rabbit for hole. for sure. But who knows? Maybe that's not yeah. completely the opposite of what he well, meant to say about his song. For yeah, Eden. exactly. And you know, no, no, like outright dig here. But like, we didn't have this conversation with Drake. Like, I'm, no, I'm, exactly. Know, and it's like, and people all remember like he's a great, he's a great lyricist. I'm like, yeah, he probably is. is though, I don't get it. We maybe. couldn't, we couldn't sit and talk. Yes, I hear what you're saying. But, yeah, but let's 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 move okay. right on, dude. Um, really, this next one's fun because it's recorded live. Yes, and one of the coolest recording stories in my mind. Okay, I want to hear about it after because I don't yeah. know it. You don't know? Okay, no, cool. no, I don't. So uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pull it up so I make sure I get all the details right. Okay. Yeah, this is still off his just his self-titled album, um, Cherry Wine. <laughs> Over me, the way she tells me I'm worried. 
For the story, then yes, give okay. me the story. So, as this is straight from Wikipedia, the article about cherry wine specifically. Hosier initially was shooting his first press photos at an abandoned hotel in Ireland that had caught on fire. Upon arrival, the building possessed a caved in roof and walls covered in graffiti with cherry wine recorded on the roof of the, of the location at five in the morning. The song is written from the perspective of a man in an abusive relationship while his love endures through abusive episodes and a culture that enables them. Hosier stated that it is a love song about the awful parts of love that gets across the difficulty of facing up to domestic violence. Musically, Cherry Wine is a folk and indie folk song. The song is the final track of Hosier, the album, written solely by Hosier, and concludes the album on an intimate, apologetic note uh, with the singer finally earning yearn for redemption. It consists solely of resonant acoustic guitars against Hosier's vocals during a live recording. Plucked strings are intertwined with the chirping of birds, as red herring opposite lyrics describing a tempestuous, hot-headed, fluctuating love. So I just think, I, I mean, like, first of all, man can get up at five in the morning and record that song live. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Like, vocal performance at five in the morning, most of us couldn't really hardly say a word yeah. <laughs> without grogginess, but beautiful, beautiful vocals. And such a just pretty recording i don't know like oh dude well okay so we're i mean come back let's hosier's a musician maybe is something we haven't discussed as much at mm -hmm. the at in in this so far but um the man plays guitar without a pick 
like hands down. Like I'm, I'm listening to all of his stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no way he plays with a pick. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, that was like as as the guitarist sure, listening yeah. to the the guitar. Um, it's all finger finger picking. It's all yeah. finger plucked. It's all everything about it. The way he plays his chords. Yeah. Um, well, that one. But I mean, this is probably not interesting to anybody besides guitarists. But you know, our audience could have a bunch, bunch of guitarists in it. Um. So like, yeah, the verse is super finger plucky. Yep. And then, but he comes in with that big strum on, but I want it. Boom. And I'm like, to me, I don't think I, as a guitarist who's been playing for over 10 years, could get that good of a sound with my finger hitting. Like, to me, it sounds with like really strong attack, like as if using a pick. And okay. maybe it's like, who's the guy that does those uh, guitar pro Andy? Like the way he does. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, maybe he uses his fingernail like a pick. Um, and like, that's the thing I, you know, I keep my fingernails pretty short, but like, it's just a, it, it's a small thing that as it was, I'm like, how did he get that crisp of a, of a strum with his fingers? Cause you know, he did the he whole did, thing in though. one take somehow. Yeah. I, I feel like he had to have, that'd be a very, oh, definitely very did. specific like said, this, question. This, this man plays the man. When, and he does not play at the pig. Like I could just okay. tell you right now, there's no time in any I've heard okay. where he's playing at the pig. He's always, I'll, I'll listen to you on that one. Um, glorious one very nice like and i say nice guitars but i feel he's this is the man who plays semi hollow hollow bodies big yeah big, big, big resonant big, guitars yeah big resonant guitars constantly um the distortion he's gonna he's gonna get is a lot of a lot of sound being moved through a not as much distortion as you could actually get yeah but for it's sure. going to sound distorted because of the hollowness of because the of the, yeah, yeah because of the amount of of sound being trying yeah. to be amplified kind of a thing right. um but it's awesome like it's and it's and it's the it's the blues rock it's the blues and like that fundamental like the irish and i feel like you get this kind of like the english invasion kind of like the taking homage to the glory of the f- mass the masterful finger picklers 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 pickers <laughs> fat, masterful finger pickers of the you know the southern yeah oh yeah blues oh the original too, the like original kind of, yeah. yeah the original dudes who right this was the saddest stuff ever and so you know obviously he's not has doesn't have this sad of a life to nest maybe you know necessarily to, to speak yeah of. but he's speaking about a very sad experience or a sad yes. story uh-huh. and I would say this one is his most played song I want to say maybe not I'd probably take me to church huh. Which um, is if not it, if my it can't favorite. Be take, no, no, no. But if it can't, if it's not take me to church, let, let me tell you right now. Yeah, pull it up real fast to see. I was uh, say, yeah, I mean, it's Cherry Wine doesn't mean half take really? me to church. Okay, yeah, because that was that was a big radio hit. But um, yes. But I just feel like it's it's such a good song. Like it's a great. If, song. if I had to pick, like my top ten songs of my entire life, this would be one of my first thoughts. I'd be like. That yeah, would probably got to be in there, dude. It's such a well. This is a great song that will. This is when we talk about the the withstand the test of time. And and granted, we've talked a lot about Drake, you know. This is kind of yeah because he's recent, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a good, it's a good comparison of opposites of like genres of music. But when it comes to test of time, I mean, this is a song where twenty years from now, where it starts to become a vintage sound. This is going to be what guitar teachers are going to teach their students. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it makes me think of actually, I was watching some live videos of him and he played Bridge Over Troubled Water. Oh, cool. Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. To me, it's like, this is going to be that song in 
20, 30 years. Yeah. Like totally. Sound of silence. All, all like uh, I don't want to Simon and Garfunkel kick, but like, but no, but he loves Paul Simon. Time. Exactly. I, I mean, anybody who's anybody should love Paul Simon, but yeah, but like the, this song is that level of like just perfection to me. Yes, um, totally. And I want to, I want to bring up some of these incredibly descriptive lyrics that are just like, just fit this, this storyline so well to me. Um, I mean, I'll just read that the very first stanza. Her eyes and words are, are so icy. Oh, but she burns like rum on the fire, hot and fast and angry as she can be. I walk my days on a wire. Like that's something that I feel like anybody who has had an abusive relationship can probably relate to that. Like wanting to, to love your partner and like loving them, you know, having all these great memories of how you came to love each other, but yet feeling like you have to walk on eggshells or walk your days on a wire because yeah. you know that the, the, just the one thing will set them off. And, you know, and like that, such a difficult mindset of like, I love this person, but yet I know what they're doing to me is wrong or I don't deserve what they're doing to me and I need to get out, but I just can't make myself like that is such a, such a interesting and sad, but yet like we talked about before, beautiful human experience. Right. It's just crazy. Well, yeah, dude, it's cool. And like I said, it ties back into, I mean. He's a real dude with real problems. Mm-hmm. He's not some dude who was born and raised and grew up as a child actor, you know, and like this yeah. is a man who loves playing music and found a solace away from however he was raised in a connection to the way he's gonna write music, you know, and yeah. it's gonna and it's it's real, it's tangible, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like you can you feel you feel it. Like this is a feeling beyond like it's easy to speak about sex and drugs, you know, but it's it's different to like feel the pain and the suffering and the, to feel the emotions and the through. joy, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which you know, like I said, that's the difference between success and not success, maybe a little bit. Maybe but, I, don't I don't know. Also, I wouldn't know. Also, the dilution of pop music as well. So we're twenty twenty one. We're getting into some some real controversial stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's continue on then. Um, yeah. The man. I mean, maybe he'll come out. Maybe we get some new Hosier stuff coming out here soon. Well, yeah, so there's five years between these. And we it's now been two years uh-huh. since the last one. Yep. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I hear the man. Like, okay, so when, I hear, when I hear him and I, we've talked about him, um, he sounds like a guy that does this because he loves to do it. Right. But he also loves life for what life is. That's what I was going to say. It's like, I don't see him as a guy that is itching to put a new album out for the like sake, he's, yeah. he's one of the guys that's like he's not trying to make money necessarily yeah. he's definitely doing this because he loves doing yeah. it yeah and I you know I could see him as a guy that every every six months or so he kind of is you know I mean I'm sure he plays the guitar and, and other things every day or almost every day and I'm sure about every six months or so he kind of comes around and he's like oh that's probably a good one uh-huh. that's that's a nice little chord progression or a nice yeah. little melody I'm singing and uh, or a nice little poem I'm writing and as as those come, they then become songs. No, right. he doesn't sit down. He's like, I have to write a song this week, because my record label is down my down my back. Right. You know? And he's not. He's not. Yeah. He's not putting out an album every year for every month, but for the sake of doing it. He's, yeah. And and the coolest part about this is too is when Hosier releases, because I guarantee he's not. Oh, he's not done. Right. But when you know, but when he does his next one, it's going to be explosive. Yeah. And absolutely. People are going to love well, it. Yeah. And it's going to be news. And it's like in the music. The music 
world. Yeah. People are going to know, Hosey just released a new album. Have you heard some of these And the funny songs? thing is, I can only imagine him just being like, yep, yeah. I released an album. It doesn't even think about it. He's sitting in his cottage in Ireland, hanging out, being a dude. Yeah. Dude. Big dude. Yeah, big, he's dude. Oh, dude. He's dude. Okay, so like, let's jump to this next one. Um, Our last two songs are going to be from Wasteland Baby. Okay. Follow up um, album. And like, I, so I said, it, I feel like it sounds a little different. Um, and maybe this song will point out and okay. we can kind of, you know, uh, dissect it a little bit. So which one are you choosing? Um, movement. Okay. Nothing 
dude. Okay, so let me go on a little rant, I yeah, think, please. off the bat here a little bit. Um, okay, so I'll start from the beginning. Okay, so start. Uh, the man is very smart, knows his um, his history. He, he knows his, I don't know, okay, so he speaks as Fred Astaire. Who knows who Fred Astaire is, right? Ginger Rogers. And Fred Astaire, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the dancers. Wait, you said he, you're saying he speaks as Fred Astaire? Well, no, no. What I'm saying, he, he's a very smart person. Okay. He knows his history. He knows he, when he's speaking of oh, movement, I, you're, you're, saying, I, you're saying he speaks of Fred Astaire. I, th- yeah, I thought you were saying he, the narrator quotes, is Fred no, he quotes, he quotes Fred or Fred, Fred Astaire, Astaire in, in sequence. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it's like half the audience is not going to know who Fred Astaire is. More than half the audience is not going to know who Fred sure. Astaire is, right? Who knows who Fred Astaire is? But, I mean, glorious dancer when it comes to movement, yeah. baby. Yeah. Like, and it's so, like, I love how he says, when you move, I'm moved. Um, but you're moving without moving. Yeah. You know, it, like, it's so cool. But then he keep oh, so, but to continue on, dude, like, this song blends glorious lyricism. And then as much as, like, okay, and, like, drag this in and maybe episode 52 you know for our year mark we'll do zeppelin sure but and talk about stay to heaven and how jimmy page orients that straight to an orgasm right like that is yeah. how the song was written as that was that was the idea that, the concept behind uh, it. the concept was i want to write a song like an orgasm right and this is a great example of a beautiful build-up yeah and such a like a great when those drums come in that last dude, year. the draw dude it's so and fat. it's fun for me and like that was what i was going to say too is we listen to this, like the, the albums, I think on different kind of perspectives. I like have a really, really nice sound system in my car. Right. And so I, I, I have turned this up really, really loud and I hear a lot of bass and a lot of like, and so I, these buildups yeah, and these that, explosions that are in like, it, that's, it's like, wow. I haven't, yeah. I've never heard yeah, this song. The dynamics in the second album were definitely more intense. Oh yeah, dude. And I think that's, that comes down to having a little money to, to pay for a production team. Yep. I would guess, but that's just once again my guess. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to Fred look Astaire. to see who like his the, uh, drummer is. I want to say, from what I've seen, it says Rory Doyle. That man can drum. Oh, dude, dude. that those things were in the pocket. Those things were just well played. Well, whoever it is, it doesn't matter who yeah. it is. The professionalism it sounds great, fantastic. And maybe this is a uh, we're gonna like tie this back into the old. Um, the song I played with the uh, second song, um, Jack, Jackie Wilson. Yeah, Jackie and Wilson. The bomb, bomb, bomb. You know, like the weird, totally oh, off sure. time drum and like not on purpose has like not on time. You know what I'm saying? But it's right. nice to have a sequence where you understand that it's not on time. But to listen to this and be so grooving and so right. smooth, yeah, to understand that this guy's got such a brilliance of ears to understand, but also like such a massive amount of things to write and to sing about. Like, like right. I said, I, I just like, when I drag back to it, the Fred Astaire, like shout out is yeah, so cool. cool to me. Like I and, love, and, and once again, bringing in the, the religiosity and the culture, which is yeah. like Jonah on the ocean. Uh-huh. Like that, that, you know, once again, in, in the modern world, that might not be a, a cultural reference yeah. that a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, Jonah, the Jonah story got of Jonah. Eat, the, he got eaten by yeah, a whale. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was on the ocean inside of a whale, but like some people will, yeah, so older people are probably more likely to, uh-huh. but like they might know the name exactly. They, but they, they the generation from now, yeah. nobody's gonna. Uh, yeah, exactly. They might not know who Jonah is. But um, yeah, dig this song a lot. I think the oh, one dude. of those interesting things was the um the first chord of every chorus. It like I don't I would have to analyze it a little better, but I totally was like an out of chord or out of key chord, like a borrowed chord. 
from a different key. And I think it's a great decision. It gives you a totally different uh, feeling for the chorus. That's cool. Well, yeah, and I, I, I'll, I'll I can tell you right now. After. Well, I mean, tell me because like um, when you find it out. And maybe for maybe I can pull it up while, while we're talking. Well, and for our listeners, dude, I, I didn't hear it. Like, and if it sounds it sounds off, it it also blends fantastically. Just like, is that word fantastically? It yeah, also blends so. like super fantastic straight into um, whatever key it is into. It blends very well. It sounds really like concise and developed. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, there's no mistakes that are made in this song at all. There's nothing where I hear this song and I'm like, I want to change okay. that. So I would have done that is. differently. This so is the, this the, is exactly the, how I. The song's in C sharp minor. Okay. And the first chord of the chorus is C sharp major. Interesting. So he uses the what? The, so um, so what it is is um, it would be as if he's going into I want to say the four of C sharp minor, which is going to be um, F sharp. Well, he wouldn't. He would. Would he? Would he well, not? Go go. So, so F sharp. The five of that is C sharp major. Yeah, so it's so the five of the four. Right. The, so basically, five, yeah. the fifth of the four. But it, the, that's saying if the fourth was the, the major no, no, key. No, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, well, well, it's the one. I was saying the fourth mm-hmm. is the one. Right, mm-hmm. right. The fourth yeah, is the Borrowed main. from the, from yeah, the fourth four. is the key, but it's not the four. The four is, which is really cool. I mean, yeah, dude. And I mean, you know, whether or not he knows it that way or the, it doesn't matter. It's like the Beatles. You know, people all the time would be like, Beatles didn't know... Uh, Music theory. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they did. They knew. They knew what sounded sounded good, great, and they knew how to bend but, these. But I also say bullshit chords. to all of that as yeah. well. I'm like, you who cares can, if you, you know can, how to notate yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, you like, do, they don't know music theory. Well, just because they didn't go to Juilliard. Like, yeah. It's like you know, you know like screw off, dude. Like, to, yeah. Just because you don't have a freaking piece of paper, yeah, you Jimmy modern small read, little. Read, oh, no, dude, but exactly. dude, Jimmy but Hendrix. There'll be never, never be a guy that. Yeah, there'll never be a guy that plays guitar like Jimmy Hendrix. Well, dude, and like that, the creativity, and we will hit Jimi Hendrix probably like the last episode we ever stop doing this is because like that is I cannot like we're gonna talk about five hours about Jimi Hendrix. But nuclear bombs are falling out the window. We'll be we'll be sitting here talking about Jimmy Hendrix. But like it's a different, different aspect. Like I can comprehend the way that this guy's writing and sure. playing guitar and playing music, which is not the Jimmy hit. Like, I just don't even, nobody understands. Yeah. But like this, that's what's like the movement baby. Like it's like, this cool. is a movement song, smooth song. And like, it's so grooving. And then when the drums come in you're like, Holy cow, I, we were missing that the whole time. Yeah. But like I said, that was the, that's the Zeppelin stairway yeah. to heaven buildup of this that's orgasmic buildup to where like, you don't understand like, once you hit the climax, it's like I don't even know that was like I couldn't even imagine that being yeah. the climax. Like I have I have this thought process and this of like perception of what I think reality is supposed to be like. And so you listen to this whole thing of your perception and you're like, I'm getting into this vibe and this groove right. and then these drums hit you and it's like below like whoa. Yeah, craziness. Yeah. It's cool. All right. Yeah, dude, ly- lyrics are great, dude. And this man knows how to write some lyrics, but let's let's um finish it off. Finish it off, dude. Wasteland baby. With this, with the song self-titled "Wasteland Baby," yeah, last song on the which album, I, which I think is fun because we talked about this too right before we started recording as well. Like thinking it was going to be the first song, right? Um, but it's the last song of mm-hmm. of the album, so it's, I think I, like I think it's cool creation, creativity, yeah. you know, adds to it. But here we go, "Wasteland Baby."
end the episode on that that's it yeah, yeah that's it <laughs> we should just shut it off well it's, it's cool it's cool that, that you feel the actuality of this man sitting in a room playing the song and singing the song that, yeah that's and what then, i very and especially... to, he says that in the microphone at the end for his producer to say that's it um and they keep it because it yeah. sounded so nice or maybe it's not maybe it isn't that that's that's planned out because like i think if you listen to these or like read these lyrics and listen to the song and don't get out of it that he's talking about the end of the world in some way. Sure. You're kind of missing something. At least that's like, I yeah. feel like it's, it's in your face. Um, and so, but is it though? I mean, okay, the, the very last verse, what's what are those uh -huh. words say? It's like, are the death of all things that are seen and unseen, not an end, but the start of all things that are left to do. Like that, that's mm -hmm. a, that's a question, a full, full sentence question that he throws out in, the, in that last verse. Well, which is cool because I just watched a video of the 10 largest um, impact craters on planet earth okay. that talked about the destruction of the Cretaceous period sure. and like absolutely 90% of everything that was living right. on earth at that time destroyed and then recuperates and exactly. becomes us. Life finds a way. In the finds words a way. Of, uh, and what's, blends who's the actor that plays on Jurassic Park? Uh, I can't think oh, of his name oh, right the, the dude. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. Pull the, his name. Up. Well, Rick and Morty made fun of him too. Do they? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, look it up. Yeah. Uh, pull that up. But, but yeah, life finds a way. And, 
I mean, we already went down a rabbit hole for whichever other song, Eden, I think from Eden. Um, yeah, just look at the cast, but, uh, let's see. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, but, um, but like we could go on down a rabbit hole on this one for 20 minutes. I feel like in that, that to me, then it's just my perception. This song really is asking the question, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yes. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yes. Um, so this, this song is asking the question, like the world is a wasteland in some way or another, there's you, you can always find things that are just garbage about it and that are unfair. But like, do you get any other options? Like no. you, you gotta, you gotta fall in love with the world somehow or else you missed the point. Exactly. And it's, and it is what it is, but it's, and it's amazing. And it goes back to what we were saying, the beauty and the, what was it? What did he say? Beauty and the tragedy? Like, yeah, the, no, but like in the song we just heard. Or that we just played a minute ago. Dude, oh, I, not I, this I, one, but the one before. Yeah, 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 I don't know. I don't know why, but whatever, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, was it the tragedy? Did he say tragedy? Well, the, the in one of the ones it was like, baby, it's tragic, and baby, it's magic. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the tragedy. So tragic, it is yeah. magic. So, and that's I mean, goes ties back into the man. Like it's he's consistent on yeah. his writing style and in his lyricism and the beauty that he offers. You know, like it's just dude, it's a great. He's a great yeah, artist. Well, and like. You know, I think it's a valid criticism that somebody else could say, like, "Oh, yeah, this is the same concept you did from these past songs." Like, well, yeah, but you're missing the point of like, how how much can you get out of that one concept? Like, I feel like it can't be overstated how how true that is that like the world is gonna let you down every day of your life. Yeah, but at the same time, every one of those letdowns gives you room for these incredible growth. Yeah. Growth or just to be grateful for the ways you didn't get let down. Well, like, this dude, this even ties down into like my idea of like, I like rock climbing. I love climbing sure. rocks like on the cliff side or whatever. And the perspective and the idea behind rock climbing is that the rock is unforgiving. Sure. doesn't change, doesn't move. And it's not, and it, it's unforgiving in the sense that it's not going to help you. Right. Like this is what you do and you can even accomplish the climb or you fail. Mm-hmm. And it's not like when you keep failing and crying and pounding on the side and like whatever, like I'm so upset I can't like rock do don't this. Care, so. Rock don't give a shit, dude. It's yeah. not gonna stay the same way. You can't do it. You can't do it. And that's got nothing yeah. to do with it. And yeah. they say like wait, like it's just you fine. can either accept it uh-huh. and try to try to work around it, uh-huh. or you can say well, I don't. I'm done. Like, this is this is a you problem, not exactly. a not an us not a rock problem. problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the rock ain't got no yeah. problems. Uh-huh. With yeah, the cool, rock dude. is happy to not be climbed. Yeah, so keep going on. You're choosing rock. to do. Yeah, exactly. This is this is about you, my friend, not about us. It reminds me of a quote. Like um, I saw recently, somebody was like, uh, "I was talking to my." This is not me. So somebody else is saying that I was talking to their parents, saying, "I want to do med school, but I'm so old. Like I'm like in my late twenties. By the time I finish med school, I'm be in my late thirties almost." Um, and their mom said, "Well, you'll be in your late thirties either way. Yeah, yeah. Either you'll be a doctor or you won't. Uh-huh. So like, be a doctor. You know, time's gonna pass. Yeah." If, so if you want to be a doctor, go do it. If you don't want to, don't. don't well, dude, I mean, they, like, the the quote is, and may or may not agree, knowledge is power. Sure. And so like any education, like on that argument, yeah. any education is no, like not a bad decision. Sure. You could Learning be, a, you could learn, good. you could learn all that and still not become a doctor, but you still know all that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what a, that makes you smarter. That makes you more knowledgeable and it makes you more powerful. 
For sure. Know? Like, and, and maybe even to tie this back to Hosier, dude, I feel like this man's an educated, like I said, I was even saying that at the beginning of the podcast, is this guy's an educated, real yeah. person, whether or not he has the yeah, credentials. Uh, the yeah, maybe not. Wall. He's gone to Berkeley, or yeah. you know what? But like, he's still, you can hear the brilliance of the mind. The experience. Yeah, dude. And he has chosen to be a musician and what a great musician yeah, and what appreciate you. fantastic you offer and gives us great, dude. Like I like, yeah, it allows I'm, us to talk for like jackasses for an hour and how many minutes now? Nine minutes. Nine cool. minutes. Yeah. We're cruising along here, but like, let's, let's just roll right. We're at that fucking, you know, the hour mark. Let's, let's, let's kill it. What's next week, dude. Okay. So actually it's, as we, I was listening this week, I was struck with how similar Hosier was to another artist that I know we both like. Okay. And I usually I try to like create some distinction between weeks. Yep. But I was like, you know what? Let's try a double header. Okay. Let's try some comparison other than contrast. That'd be cool. Kaleo. Nice. Yes. Yeah. It'll absolutely. Be European uh-huh. musicians. We're jumping, we're jumping islands. Moves. We're jumping yeah, yes. from Ireland. We're going to Iceland. One C. It's yeah. R to C. Uh-huh. Ireland, Iceland. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yes, we're going to talk about Kaleo and I think it'll be an interesting oh, comparison. I love Kaleo. Yeah. And I think we'll dive in like and maybe this is just like a teaser to the to, to next week, but I'm excited about the live stuff that they do and they oh, put out because it's boy. dude, they co- creativity yeah. and top notch stuff. But yeah, that's next week. We've been Biscuits and Groovy. Hit us up on Instagram. We Please. love to love to hear from you. Um, continue to listen to us. We really appreciate that the following and the yeah, and the support. group of the people and the support yeah, we, we, and all that fun stuff. And we probably still do it without you, but it wouldn't be near as much fun. Yeah, exactly. We we do like looking at the numbers sometimes. Yeah, but. it's good. Yeah, but you guys rock, and we will see you next week.